Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Take this team over there. I'll be honest with you. I did precious little compared to what they did and what my wife and Adi and John did. I did some things here and there. I filled in the gaps, but th this was just, this was the people of God and the local flock and your church working, and they were powerful. And it, it's, it's crazy because I got to preach on Sunday, and it's such an honor, and I got to translate here and there and serve and do other things and lead. But, man, seeing them down in the trenches and working the VBS and stuff, just so, so powerful. And here's what I want to say to you today. Would you go ahead and put the title up here, the title of this brief message today? Go ahead and put that up, if you would, please. I distinguish here between missions and outreach, but actually everything we do is missions. Even when we do the outreach here in town, that is missions. Whether it's local or national or international, it's all missions. Missions are just reaching out. Because some people say, I don't want to leave the country. Well, you don't have to. You can send others, and you can do local missions and outreach. I remember years ago, there was a guy that, that would give to our mission trip, and he said, I never, I've never been out of the country. I have no desire to leave the country, but I will send you all. He used to tell me and Jen, and he did. He sent me on a few mission trips, sent me and Jen on a mission trip. He was a major guy behind one of our mission trips. But you don't have to leave the country if you don't feel called to that, but I will tell you this, everyone is called to reach out. Everyone is called to reach out, and so we want to pull on your heartstrings today, and just talk to you briefly about why we love missions and outreach as a church and as believers. Why do we really love missions and outreach? Well, let's go to Matthew 28, 19. You've heard this verse. You've seen it. I'm going to read you two verses here. It says, Jesus is speaking to his disciples, and that's us now. Someone say, that's us. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples, a disciple is a faithful follower of Jesus, to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You know, we honor, obey, and show Jesus' love by going to the people locally, nationally, or internationally. And you say, why, why do we love missions and outreach so much? Well, let's, let's put my first point up there. Why? Why do we love them so much? Because Jesus said, Go. He said, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. You'll obey my commands. The past few months, God has really been leaning on me and Dad heavily and Pastor Jen about outreach. And even personally, God has been dealing with me lately. Personally, he's been dealing with me about reaching out more. Man, I, I go into stores, and there will be five or six workers in a store, and I just give them all a card and invite them to church. Not that I've ever been ashamed of that. But lately, I've made it more of a point to reach out to people. We say, man, they may not show up. Yeah, but what if they do? What if it's their life-changing moment? Or what if they show up somewhere else at some other church? God's speaking to them. I've had people tell me, even at the Family Dollar, I said, man, you're the third or fourth person that's invited me to that church. I'm going to another church right now, but I don't know if God's speaking to me or what. But I just say, hey, man, you know what? It could be your time. This is your time. You respond when God is speaking to you. And man, I just love to invite people to church, tell people that Jesus loves them. You say, man, is it hard to go out into the neighborhoods with Pastor John on the help of home? Is it hard? No, it's a great setup. You show up and we give you little bags to hand out. You show up armed with the gospel. We got tracks in there. We've got a soda or whatever they put in those bags that Ms. Norma puts together and, and the rest of the team. But we hand those out to people and say, look, Hey, we love you. We're praying for you. We want to invite you to church. It's that easy. 
Say, man, do I have to lead them in a sinner's prayer right there? Not necessarily. Some sow and others water. Pastor Radames brought that up on this trip. He said, man, some have sowed and others water and others get to sow in different ways. But I need to tell you this. For sure, it's your time for outreach. For sure. It's your time either to join us at Help a Home or join us on a mission trip or join the vision and faith of this ministry and sharing your faith at work, inviting people to church, speaking to them about the Lord. Jesus said go. Someone say Jesus said go. That's the number one reason why we love missions and outreach is because Jesus said go. Now let me bring up something very powerful here in Romans chapter 10 verse 14. Look at what the Apostle Paul says. He says, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? Look at the progression here. How can they believe in him if they've never even heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? You know, I've had a few times in my life, even growing up in America, you know, most people have heard the gospel here. But even growing up in America, I've heard people say, I've never heard that before. Or I've never heard it like that. And I've been to other countries where people said, I've never heard about Jesus. I've never heard this before. And that, to me, is incredible. And what you have and what I have as believers is, point two today, why we love missions and outreach is, look at this, it's a blessing and hope for the world. Jesus told us to go, but man, there is nothing like knowing God and being in relationship with him. You've experienced that. So why wouldn't you want others to experience that? Now's your chance. This is your year. We're really going to start making a great push in this ministry for outreach. We've always been an outreach church, but you know how it is. Sometimes we're, we're juggling other things. We're juggling discipleship and do, doing such a fine job of that here with Surge and the spiritual warfare classes that pastor's leading and the other classes we do. And this is a discipleship church. The mission trip proved it. We were out there, man, on the mission field, and I saw the team was so proud of them, even those that were uncomfortable and being stretched. I said, wow, here they are because they've been trained in the things of God. And I, I will say this about every single team member of this trip that we took. They showed their love to people, full of love. I've always said this church is full of love from the top down. We are a church that loves people. We love people, don't we? You say, I've never been on a mission trip. Yeah, but you're full of love. I've seen you. This house is full of love. And I saw that they were bringing blessing and hope to the world. That's just so amazing, man. You take the gospel to people who have never heard. Let's read through that again, Romans 10, 14. I just want to share that again. That touches my heart. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? So we know currently there's um, Muslim nations right now that Jesus is appearing to people in dreams and in visions all over the world in these Muslim nations. But still, God, even in these visions, is connecting them to people so they can hear more about the gospel and read about it. It's amazing to me. You've got to tell people. You have the cure. You have the antidote. Better than a vaccination. We know vaccinations have been up for debate the last few years especially. But man, here we are. You say, no, we have the cure. Why wouldn't we share it with them? We have the answer. Why wouldn't we help them with the answer to their questions? Why wouldn't we? God's given you the answer. And it's a blessing and hope for the entire world. Someone say the entire world. And let me reiterate this. You don't have to go on a mission trip. We encourage you. 
This is a missions church. We've taken some years where it just wasn't working out. It wasn't God's timing, most likely. Till this past year, when Pastor Jen and I, we were in, in, in Dominican Republic almost a year ago, last September, and she said, baby, we've got to take, take a mission trip over here. I think it's time. I said, I agree, let's do it. And she spearheaded the thing with ideas and experience, and there we went. But you know, some people will not go on a mission trip. That's okay. You can do local missions at your job. You can do help a home. You can talk to somebody. Someone say, share with somebody. Yeah, it's a blessing and hope for the world. Wherever you are, there's people you will reach that I will never speak with or meet. There's people that will listen to you that would never listen to me. So I encourage you today, get involved with missions and outreach. I'm talking to you why we love today about why we love missions and outreach, but you're called to be involved. And I know God is tugging on your heartstrings. I know. Just about everyone in here, you have, you have a heart for the lost because you were lost once. You know what it was like to be in depression and anxiety and feeling like, man, there's no way out of this drug addiction. There's no way out of this. What I'm involved in, there's no way out. And guess what? Here you are today saying, wow, there was a way out, and I'm free. We've got to remind ourselves that where we were back in the day and where God has brought us to at this point. That's another reason why we love missions and outreach. And my third point today is it's a blessing to us. No, he said it well this morning. He said, man, I feel like it was more for us than them. That's a humble statement because I know we touched their lives and man, folks were touched. People cried tears. People accepted Jesus. People rejoiced and they danced. I think Dominicans find a reason to dance about everything. It's amazing and the rhythm in their bodies. And I'm going, I'm going, I, I, I'm moving. I think I'm moving, but I don't think I'm moving. <laughs> Pastor John and I got saved, not salvation but we were saved by the bell basically because um at the end of the at the end of the vbs on tuesday all of a sudden the sound man had some jump in music and everybody was on stage dancing and they were taking turns dancing on stage and it came to be mine and pastor john's turn we got up there i was i don't know what i'm going to do when the music ended i said oh praise god mm. but it's a blessing to us to watch them and how they live and how they serve god Man, they, have, they find a reason to dance. And there's a song that I think, I think Pastor Jen got it this morning. It's called Danzando. And, and the song says, Danzando en cada temporada, dancing in every season. And they were playing that the Saturday night over there. And I heard it and I got it on my phone, dancing in every season. And it's powerful. What a blessing to us to see people doing without all the things that we have so much of. And we're excessive here. Look in y'all's closets. We are. Look at your shoes. I'm not coming down on anyone. You're blessed, and you live like it. That's great, but give something away. Give something away. Look at this. Look at Luke 6.38. We love missions and outreach because it's a blessing to them, but it's a blessing to us. Look at what Jesus himself said. Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over, and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Man, I watched I watch my dad my whole life just giving and giving and giving my mom and watching you give, watching the Browns give, their legacy at, at Pimentel and how God spoke to Dad Brown and Mom Brown um, through the current youth pastor at that time, 25 years ago, Jen's youth pastor, Pastor Bruce, who's now a senior pastor, and watching all the, the background and the stories of how God began to provide, and it's always done through your giving. And your giving blesses people. And gives them blessing and hope, but it also gives you blessing and hope when you give. You've got to get a revelation of that. 
start to give again. If it's been a while, you said, man, I don't, I don't have anything to give. Oh, my dear brother and sister, you have a lot to give. You have so much to give to people. Why we love missions and outreach? Why? Number one, Jesus said go. He commanded it, and we obey him. Whether it's locally, nationally, internationally, we're going to give. He said go. Number two, it's a blessing and hope for the world. When you go, you obey Jesus because he said go. Man, how will they know unless you tell them the truth of the gospel? And how will they hear unless you're speaking it to them? And how will they believe unless they figure it out and listen to the word and get a revelation of, of it? It's a blessing and hope for the world. And number three, it's a blessing to us. As the lights go off this morning, I want to do something a little different. And I'm going to get right to it. Go ahead and stand to your feet, if you would please, in God's presence. I believe God is speaking to you this morning. He's tugging on those heartstrings. Whether you've done it your whole life or not, whether you've been doing it or haven't been doing it, if God is putting something in your heart for outreach of some kind, I want you to come to this altar and face me. Just come on to this altar. It's outreach of some kind. And he's putting it on my heart, so I'm up here. Come on. Come on up. If he's been speaking to you, you say, man, he's been laying it on my heart for outreach. He really has. He's been laying it on my heart. Guess what? We have something for all of you. Say, I don't know where to start. Start, and I say it over and over again, but start by inviting someone to church. Continue the journey by showing up next Saturday at 10 a.m. right out in front of the next building over there, the gym, gym building. Show up next Saturday at 5 till 10, 10 till 10, and go out into the neighborhoods. There is nothing to be ashamed of. Remember, you have nothing to be ashamed of. You have everything in the world to be proud of when you serve the God who lives and the God who has called you. I know God is moving in your hearts this morning. Even in the simple ways. You say, man, there's, there's times where I, just, I should have shared my testimony. I should have told someone what God has done in my life. Now's your chance. You say, now, Pastor Matt? Yeah, the rest of your life. Now's your chance. There's no time like the present. He's moving in your hearts this morning. Oh, man, he moved in my heart during this mission trip. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I've been through some seasons in the last year of battle, personal battle in my life. Some things God was dealing with me about my health. I'm a healthy guy, but there were some certain areas that needed tweaking in my life and my eating and different things. And also just the battle in my mind, going through some stuff, going through some spots and some valleys in my life. And I'm going to tell you right now, the best cure for just about anything is to reach out in faith and sharing the love of Jesus. Through some of the darkest times of my life, I reach out to people and say, man, God has a plan for you. Show up at church. We're, we're going to have a special seat for you. Right where you are today, I want you to lift your hands. Go ahead. Lift those hands. Pastor Jen's going to come by as she feels, feels led. Pastor John, you go ahead. You can start over here on that side, if you would, right over there. And just start laying hands on people, just touching them. Just however you're led. It can be brief. You can speak a word to them, however you feel led. Father, I thank you for these folks in this house, everyone in this entire house. I thank you for them. And I thank you for those that have joined us here at the altar in humility, Lord, and wanting the next step in their lives, their lives for outreach. Father, you have a purpose. Father, you have a purpose. Oh, I know you do. And we receive it today. We're not going to fight it. We're not going to run from it. Lord, you know what you're doing with us, and we trust you. 
will the potter, will the pottery, the clay look up at the potter and say, what are you making? Oh, no, we can't do that. We trust you, great potter. We trust you to form us and mold us in this time as we begin a journey and a life of outreach. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We trust you today for the opportunities. We trust you today. We believe you today. And, Lord, we're responsible for what you've given us, and we will do something with it. We promise. We will do something with it, what you've given us today, God. You're calling us to something special. You already have. We just heed the call today. We just listen, Heavenly Father. And we just believe. Mm, we thank you, Father. Just every hand in this house raised, if you would, please. During this altar call, let's just, let's just reach out to heaven. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Lord, we give you glory today. We thank you for the missions team, but Lord, we thank you for the entire team of Kingsgate Church that is a missions team for outreach. In the local neighborhoods, this is our Jerusalem. This is where we're planted and where we're based. This is where we're called. This, this Hobbs in Lovington and Lee County and the region, Father God, speak to us. Open doors for us and open doors to us. Father, we thank you today. And we just give you the glory. We know you're calling us to something new and different and powerful. The calling has been there, but now we will listen and we will heed the calling, Father. We give you glory. We praise you today because you're faithful. We thank you today because you're good. And hear me, people of God, it does not have to be anything complicated. Those of you on the live stream, same thing. Those of you in this house, nothing complicated. It's sharing your faith. It's sharing your testimony. It's inviting people to church. It's going out with the help of home team on, on Saturdays. It will not take long. And the more people, the merrier. Really. The more people, the more we can reach out. You can do it, I promise. You just got to step out of your, your shell. You got to step out of your comfort zone because <laughs> Americans are, I would say, notorious and well-known for their being in their comfort zone. But not you. You're people of God. And you put God above comfort. I know that and I believe it. You put God, and you have put God, above and beyond your own personal comfort. And we believe today, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness, Lord God. We thank you for your hand of mercy and grace and power and anointing on your people today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, we believe. Just whisper to the Lord today, say, send, send me, Lord. Send me, Lord. Send me, Lord. You've been sent. Now's your time, wherever you are. You're on a sports team. You're at a job. You're at school. You're in the neighborhood. You're at church. You're called to reach out. You're called to reach out. And we thank you for the opportunity, Father. Is there anyone in this house who has never experienced experience the love of Jesus, who has never accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And I'll do that in closing today before our offering. Is there anyone in the house who has never accepted Jesus as their Savior? Never, ever. If that's you, raise your hand in this house. You say, I've never accepted Jesus and made the commitment to follow Jesus. If that's you, raise your hand. I want everyone to repeat this prayer with me with every head bowed, every eye closed. Repeat this prayer with me for the live stream and those in this house. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus and the sacrifice he made. I can't do it on my own. 
I can't save myself. See, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for rescuing me from sin and hell. I give you glory, Lord. And I receive with my faith today. I believe in Jesus' name.